You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, little Ernst, here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Welcome to episode 57 of the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. We are covering Dynasty Fantasy Football. I'm Carlos. I'm Chad. What's going on, Carlos? Not much. What you got going on? Uh, you know, busy weeks. Uh, it's summertime. Kids are out of school. So it's very nice we to be have over some, here. Some Will Smith summertime right there. Oh, we still can. Yeah, but it's no fun now. Eh, it's always yeah. fun. Eh. Summertime's always a good jam. It, it is. It is. It is. But uh, so the kids happy to be out of school? They are. I, I guess. I don't know. They seem bored as hell. So that makes they, they spend nine months wanting to get out of school. Then they're out of school, and then they are bored. Exactly. Kids don't know how good they. So are. I'm I'm being dick dad. And I'm making them learn Linux. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you make them learn Cisco? Because I don't, uh, I, I don't want them to know what I do. <laughs> so that's why. And I why, think why is why is that a problem? Well, besides, also you know this as much as I do. What we do uh-huh. is on call twenty four seven. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Thank you. Oh. No. Thank you. Not for I my mean, girls. Just because I was on the phone all weekend long and on my laptop. I mean, you know, whatever. That's what I'm saying. So I want better for them. I want them to go into coding. So I'm making them do that, and they're uh, taking some. Coding classes with Minecraft. So we're learning. We're learning. Uh, see, this is me also jumping in. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to be learning Python. So oh, okay. this is exciting stuff going on over the Hayden House. And why are you learning Python? Uh, because the future of networking is Python. <laughs> the reason I got out of coding is because I didn't want to fucking do coding. <laughs> now I'm going to have to learn coding to do fucking network. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, this is a fantasy football podcast. Yes, I know. <laughs> we, we are def- also IT pros on the well, side. Well, we're IT somethings. Yeah. Uh, we get paid to do it. How about that? <laughs> That's where we would make our money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, however, if there are sponsors out there that want to pay us to do this, we would gladly give up the IT world. Uh, I would gladly spend all weekend uh, studying fantasy football and stuff rather than uh, W2G's not printing. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Come and talk to me. Yes, there's been some news. Not a, not a lot not right a now. Lot. I mean, it's just it's the bor- not the boring time of year because we're we're at that lull, right? We just got done with OTAs, but nothing really happens in OTAs, and you know some contracts. But um, so the first thing that I guess Todd Gurley, what's up with him? Well, his knee is still an issue. It's, they, still, it's still fragile, fragile, the, as they would say. He, in, in he the is movies. Italian, <laughs> but they say that. You know, everything's going to be fine. He's going to be coming back. They expect him to be there for the start of actual training camp, whatever that means. But, I, you know, as a Gurley owner, or as a person that would possibly own Todd Gurley. Would have. Yes. Anymore. Well, what, what are you thinking? What, is this a buy low opportunity on Gurley? Or are you saying, you know what, it's not even worth it still? Okay. In any other league... Other than the one that I'm in, right? Uh, I would be looking to try to buy a low one girlie. Mm-hmm. The problem is that is the girly owner. If okay, so I guess the better question to let's start. If you are the girly owner, are you looking to get rid of them? Well, at the right price. Okay, and there therein lies the problem. Right. So I think you're going to have some owners who are going to be like sell, sell, sell. Well, I feel like James Kramer there. 
<laughs> uh, and then you're going to be some that are going to be like, bye, 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 right? Uh, so I think it really depends on the owner. I would feel it out. I would uh, kind of try to buy low on him if I could, but I don't know what buy low on him would be. And honestly, I would not want to buy low unless I knew that I would be in a position that I could draft Henderson. Right, and that's why I was yeah. going to follow up. If you have Gurley, mm-hmm. you'd better be darn oh, sure absolutely. making sure you got him. And if you can't, go out and get Malcolm Brown. You know, they did match his Tinder, so I would try to do that as well. Dan, simply because of the the uncertainty. You know, there's there's too much uncertainty no, no, around Gurley right now. Okay, that said, he's the number seven. Our good friends over at uh, Fancy Pros, uh-huh. number seven running back uh, dynasty startup value. I think that's too high. Oh, that's what I'm oh, saying. I'm, so, sorry, I'm sorry. Number seven running back. Number seven so running back. So you're talking second round, early second round, possibly? Yeah. Yeah, it's too early. Which of the, uh, just sticking with running uh-huh. back yeah, values. Yeah, absolutely. Would you rather have, uh, I'm going, I'll go underneath him, Nick Chubb or yes. Todd Gurley? Chubb. Dalvin Cook. Yes, Dalvin Cook. David Johnson. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Keep going. Love Bell. Uh, I'd rather have Gurley than Bell. James Conner. I'd rather have Conner. Okay. That's a tough one. Who's after that? Carrion Johnson. That's kind of a, a tear jump for me. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a big jump there. Um, Lev Bell, no. I'd rather have Gurley just because you never know. Um, and, and, and the Connor situation, I think I'd like Connor better. David Johnson, my, you know my issues with David Johnson and my concerns with David Johnson. So I would say, honestly, I think I'd rather have David Johnson than Todd Gurley right now. I, I think you're right for me. Yeah. So if you can, but if you're the Gurley owner, would you take any of those guys for Gurley right now? No, you wouldn't. Like if somebody came to me straight up, James Conner for Todd Gurley. Yeah. No, you wouldn't do it. No. If you're the Todd Gurley owner, you don't move him for that. No. See, I would. I, I, I personally wouldn't. Huh. And, and, and that's where it, they're in That's like, weird. You just they, said you like these other guys better, I, but you I, won't move him straight up for any of those other I, guys. Crazy, isn't it? That's, yes. and, that's, and I think that that's the conundrum that most girly owners are going to find themselves in. Uh, because if I'm the girly owner, obviously I was high on him, and that's why I had him. And there's a part of me that's like, ooh, that could come back, you know? And that, But as the, like looking at if, okay. So to me, I guess I guess the difference. I was thinking when I was answering those questions, I was thinking of a new startup, a new league, a new. I'm doing a draft, right? Right. So I'm not the girly owner at that point. But once I become okay, the okay, girly okay. owner, the value seems a little weird to me. So I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. It, it yeah. clarifies it a bit for me. Okay. See, I I think I'm more of the opinion right now. If you can move girly for any of those guys, I don't. I won't begrudge you for it. But I would totally trade any of those guys for Todd Gurley. At looking at top end, uh-huh. right? I think that Gur- we've seen what Gurley can do. He can lead the league by a good amount. Yeah, he's got. Now's the time to buy. If you're gonna buy Gurley, mm-hmm. now's the time to. Oh go yeah, do it. absolutely. So if you can make a move, I, that's that's what I would do. The only better time to buy on Gurley would be if training camp starts and he's not. A participant. Oh yeah. Uh, and Henderson is looking really good, or something like that. I think mm-hmm. then maybe the value comes down a little bit more. But yeah, once he touches field, you know, similar to the Lev Bell situation last year, uh, 
you had a window. No, and you gotta bring it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you had a window, and then once it got too far into training camp, your value to him dropped. Oh yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, learning from the past. Yes. All right. Uh, so I think that covers what I want to talk about on Gurley. Uh huh. Big news out of Patriots camp. Austin Severian Jenkins is cut. taking time off, and, and they cut, cut him yeah. for it. Yeah. And so they're waiting, I guess, for Benjamin Watson week four? Yes. Or after his four-week suspension. Mm-hmm. And Matt Lacoste kind of becomes interesting as the only option there for four weeks. Is he, though? Well, they went out and got him in the offseason. As far as, like, a deep dynasty stash for tight ends, because tight ends suck, yeah. we know that the New England tight end position is productive. Yeah. And with a guy like Lacoste who just never really seemed to gel and never really had good quarterback play out of Denver right. when he was there, this could be an opportunity. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if before the season starts, they either I'm still not convinced that Bennett doesn't come out of retirement um, or that they don't make some type of a move, whether it be trade or someone gets cut, like, say, Ryan Griffin got cut. Something like that, that they don't make a move for that. But I think they're waiting until training camp to see what happens. Uh, I just I don't think they go into the season with lacrosse or lacrosse, whatever the hell his name is, uh, <laughs> as their starting core, as their starting tight end, um, going into what is more than likely the you know final years uh, of Brady. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if they and do. honestly, I'm still not 100 convinced that Gronk stays retired. Uh, Especially, is... see, and this is where it's setting up perfectly, right? <laughs> you know, we had a tight end. He's got it now. He's suspended for four games, and then we got nobody. The other one we were going to use needs time off, so we cut him. Gronk, come on, man, come just one more year. Just give me one more year, and I'll tell you what. Just show up in December, and we'll be golden. Could could be. So if you have. Gronkowski, are you cutting him at this point? Or? Fuck no, I wouldn't cut him, but the owner did. Dumbass. Okay, are you going to draft uh, Gronkowski? Like fifth round. Let's just say fifth if round. If he's, he's there still in the there. fifth round, I would weigh my options, but I don't know. I, mean, I I think I would, but it would depend on what's there. You see, I don't think I do. It's a fifth round. Well, yeah, it's true. Says the guy who got <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> Was it David? I don't know. One of the no, car brothers. No, it was me. I got Derek Carr. All right. Um, next up, since you already talked about little Ryan Guff- Griffin getting uh-huh. cut from the Texans, uh-huh. opens up some spots again. Tight end sucks. Yes. Kyle or Kahale Waring and Jordan Atkins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look like they may be getting an opportunity down there. What are your thoughts on either of those guys? How, I don't want any of them. You, you, late rounds at all? Uh, no. I just I don't. Between Deshaun Watson running the ball, between Hopkins being the number one, two, three, and four options, <laughs> and then you got Kiki QT, and you got um, the dude out of Notre Dame. I can't think of his name. Uh, the guy go, that has a go, go deep, yeah. go deep. Yeah. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Thank you. <laughs> um, and with with Lamar Miller and, and possibly Deontay Foreman catching out of the backfield, who the hell needs a tight end? <laughs> Yeah. I just don't I don't see that being a thing. Uh, I think if if Kiki QT gets hurt or a Fuller gets hurt, then maybe, but it's not like Deshaun Watson is is a 50 pass a game kind of guy and we expect Hopkins to have a good year, we expect Fuller to have a good year. People are talking a lot about Kiki QT. Yeah, I've well, heard his was, name a lot. How is the tight end going to get any passes anyway? So, yeah, and it hasn't really been a no. thing in the past. No. 
We'll see. Not, it, not under Deshaun Watson, at least. Yeah. If you're desperate for a tight end, maybe. But there's I'm late other, round flyers. There's, there's other tight ends out there. Well, like like Kyle Rudolph just signed his big contract extension, five years. Kind of yes. kills old Irv Smith for me. I think I tweeted out. I saw the news, and I was like, "Well, that was that was a nice ride." Yeah, I, I saw your tweet. I was like, "Oh, Kyle must have signed." <laughs> yep, yep. Because the dream was right. If yeah. you're a Rudolph owner, that he's going to get traded for uh, on the last year of his contract over to New England, who's uh-huh. desperate for a tight end. Yeah, and he signs a five year extension, even though they just signed like what? Spent a second round pick on Irv Smith. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. I. I'm, I'm out. I'm out on. There's Irv no Smith. saying they can't play two tight end sets. I mean, you know, it's. I, I don't think it's a it's a horrible thing, but yes, ideally we wanted uh, Kyle Rudolph to be traded, and now he's not, and I don't know when he's going to get his chance. Yeah, speaking of chances that may be blown, uh, this one's not on our list. But Miles Sanders been dealing with a lot of hamstring issues in camp. Mm-hmm. You've been hearing anything on your side, and are you worried about this as far as draft value? Right, you know, I was never big on Miles Sanders, so it's true. <laughs> How is he going to hurt? In, in, no, I mean it's too early. I mean it's OTAs. It's 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 nothing. I mean, uh, now as a Saints fan, I do understand where players coming out of college aren't used to stretching Dante Stallworth, uh, <laughs> and and they they can't ever get into that scheme. And hamstrings become an issue, right? Because some of these players or, or these athletes have been so good throughout their life that. They've never had to do these types of things. It's always come natural that they could just go out there and run a, you know, a, a two five forty. And I know that that's not the case, but um, and they've never had to do these things. You get to the NFL and it's a different world. So I, I don't think that that's going to be him. But like I said, I wasn't high on him to begin with. So yeah, you mean you were the one that was like in love with him. Um, Honestly, I'm kind of going. Please give me some more bad news so I can draft you <laughs> at ten. <laughs> That would make me very happy. Don't go getting crazy. I don't think he drops that far. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I think it would take a weird set of circumstances for him to fall that far. I agree. Yeah. Uh, on a teammate, Carson Wentz signs a huge $140 million contract. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. $66 million guaranteed. I'm sorry, $128 million contract. Yeah. He Honestly, I think, got, I think they got a bargain on it. Um, you kind of have to lock him down before he has a huge year, and then it really cost you a la Joe Flacco. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, non-news. Like, they got rid of Foles. It was just a matter of time before this happened. You don't get rid of Foles, and they get rid of Wins the following year. It's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. And, and they had two solid options there. Yeah. So I yeah. uh, think, oh, and of course, Damian Williams, Kansas City Chiefs, named, Who? The, named the starter. Who? Damian, you'll know his name. Who? Don't worry. Give, give it about uh, eight more weeks. Who? He's going to be top 10 running back, like, weekly. It's going to be great. All those that you really low. believe this, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Absolutely. So Carlos Hyde's not gonna not gonna get any any carries there. No, no, he he'll get some carries, but he's not gonna do anything with them. Okay. I, I this is how much how much scared I am. Oh, you can't see it. I'm holding up goose egg uh-huh. uh, of of G- Carlos Hyde. I had to remember there. I'm like, uh-huh. who's that guy I used to play in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Old man. Watch the what? Watch them come up with a running back we've never heard of. Who in week one's gonna go for 250? Oh, they, there's three others on their running back on the depth chart that I'm I'm slightly worried about, <laughs> but yeah, Hyde's yeah, exactly. not one of them. Uh, that's all. That's all I got for news. Yeah, you got anything you want to add? Um, nope. That's about it. It's been it's a slow time. There's no real things to talk about. I mean, 
you know, Lafleur tore his ACL. I think that's kind of important, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, you know, it's bad when the news keep covering the 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 the, tie, the coach tearing his ACL or his Achilles or whatever the hell he tore. It's big news. Uh, he can't. Oh yeah, he can still coach in a golf cart. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So for today, right? For our little for today and today only. Yeah, we're, we got free shipping. We got a, a little deal for you. Okay. I figured. You know, we're looking for things to talk about. People are getting into the dynasty startups. Okay. Uh, people are doing redrafts. Uh-huh. But you know, obviously, we're a dynasty podcast. Yes. But these are some people based on our good friends at Fantasy Pros. Uh, their, their rankings right now, they, they do their dynasty rankings top 200. Okay. Or actually, well, top 400 or so players. It's, it's deep. It's deep. There's that many players that we can draft? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, are there even 400 players in the NFL? Oh, absolutely. There's like 400 players on my team, like on, I, I, on, on your on your practice squad. I don't think that that's correct. 400, yeah. They do the top 400, and you will know the last name here on this list of Tyler Higby is the number 400 rated player. Who is he? I don't, I've oh never heard that God. name. So anyways, <laughs> I am... Does he still play for the, for the Rams tight end? He has, yes. Okay. Yes. See, okay, I, you know, I'm getting kind of old. I, I, you know, didn't. Wow. So, <laughs> I've gone through, and now the cutoff. We did a cutoff, right? So the cutoff was 108, because all the other crap. I thought we we're talking about the cutoffs on beers. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, those, the 108 not enough. But the the 108 Say point the two is people our, that aren't drinking these it's days. It's our, our arbitrary <laughs> cutoff. And so I, I looked at the list, uh-huh. and I came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven names. Seven, seven names. names. One, two, five, seven. Okay. <laughs> and that I want to run by you, as I see as being great values where they're going right okay. now. So I'm just, I, I, this is my list, and you're going to tell me why I'm wrong. Or, or I, why, I love telling you why Or you're why wrong. I'm so brilliant. We all know I'm not going to say that one. Well, we'll see. So let me bring up the Google in case I got to look up one of these players that I've never heard of before. No, they're not. You should, you've heard all of these guys. I also, there's only one rookie on this list. Only one. Okay. Because I, I don't think in in this, for, for if you're banking on like this year kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I this is kind of the way I'm looking at this. I think these guys are going to break out this year. The rookies to me are more of a dart throw. Uh-huh. So I tried to stick to mostly somewhat established guys. So pick number one. Okay. Past 108, which is the ninth round. Okay. I got Julian Edelman going at pick 111, wide receiver number 48. Julian Edelman, wide receiver 48 in a dynasty startup. So round, what do we say, round 10? Yeah, round 9 or 10. Round 9 or 10. And we're we're, it's, we're it's assuming good. it's a 12-team league. Yeah. It, it's good value. Um, I just, I guess I would have to see because here's my concern with that. Um, it's not a bad, it's not a bad value. I, I think he's he, in a, in a redraft league. You're probably looking at him in a round or two earlier, and the reason he's dropping in this is because it's dynasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, there's that balance, right, of a, for the now and for the later. And I think at the end of the day, as much as people love Nikhil Harry. Julian Edelman is going to be the number one receiver there. So I think that's actually good value at that point. I would probably, I doubt that in most leagues that he's going to last that long though. That, that's where I'm a little concerned with that ranking or that, 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 um, uh, that draft value. I don't think he would be there. 
But okay. if he were, I think that's good value. So, yeah, and the reason I, I feel this way is the Patriots always cut trash. Yeah. Right? They use you and then they lose you. Like Nikhil Harry. They will mm-hmm. when, when it's time to lose him, which is not going to be for quite some time. But Edelman, they just re-signed him. Yeah. Right? Just coming off an MVP, mm-hmm. or Super Bowl MVP season. You know, he's doping, yeah. so he's he can definitely get another two years yeah, under his belt. Absolutely. So yeah, he's signed until 2021, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, will be fine. Really, mm-hmm. he's only guaranteed until 2020, so no big deal. Uh, for, for the value uh-huh. there, if you're going to be contending this year, uh-huh. that's a great wide receiver. Well, in a startup, you should be looking to contend this year. Don't be looking at what's happening two years ago, or excuse me, two years from now. Uh, you need to kind of focus on trying to win now and uh, i i think that's a good pick all right this guy i'm gonna lose you on i already know this but i had to bring up the name curtis samuel who curtis samuel never heard of that guy former ohio buckeye uh-huh the new wide receiver two in carolina uh-huh and going at wide receiver 50 pick 118 uh-huh I see this guy as being a breakout candidate for me this year. I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I, I like him a lot, and I think... Who's his quarterback? Uh, well, right now we think it's Cam, but his uh-huh. shoulder may not okay. work. Exactly. Yeah. Don't need her to work if you're just throwing little five and outs. So, so those are going to McCaffrey, okay. Uh-huh. No, McCaffrey's going to get his catches. Uh-huh. But I also think they're going to try to reduce his workload a little bit, try to preserve him. Do you for, think Ron Rivera cares? I, I I would think that they would. Yeah, no. You don't think so? No. Okay. It's the Carolina Panthers. They're a shit organization. Uh, <laughs> not as shit as the Atlanta Falcons organization, but that's a whole other story. Um, no, my concern with, with Curtis Samuel is that uh, is honestly the issues with uh, Cam Newton, and you know they're talking. Well, he's much better now, and. He is new track, you know, new throwing motion and, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. But not two months ago, there was talk of, are they going to draft a quarterback because there's a chance that camp could miss the whole year? Uh, What are we talking about here? And and his playing style, if he goes into, let's say he goes into the season with a a 75% shoulder. He's going to take a hit because he's a moron. And then he's going to end up injured again because he's a little bitch and he lays up on runs rather than going down or going out of bounds. He lays up on the run. He gets clobbered, and then he gets mad that he got hit. Fuck you, asshole! You ran. You're gonna get hit. So, so how long before he gets hurt? So you don't like his quarterback? No, I don't. <laughs> I noted. Noted. <laughs> let me let me tell you, tell you why I like Curtis Samuel. Uh huh. I I think. The, oh, and there's another guy there by the name of uh, Greg Olson that I think is going to get some receptions. Greg Olson, where was he at last year? He was injured. Exactly. He's on the damn sidelines. Between him on the sidelines, they got rid of Funches finally, and I, they're going to have the targets there that are opening up. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to one of the most effective short yardage receivers in the game. That is Curtis Samuel. Watch. <laughs> He's going to light it up. Great, great wide receiver two option. Okay. And especially at wide receiver 50? 50? You got to be kidding me. All right, th- I can't think of uh, 40 other guys I'd rather have than him. Okay. So, uh, next spot. I can think of 40 other guys I'd rather have than him, but whatever. Go next ahead. spot, it's just because I like to rub it in, right? Austin Hooper. Tight end 13. Pick 123. Uh-huh. I think that's insane, insane value for a tight end, 
24-year-old tight end uh-huh. coming off of his first Pro Bowl season, uh-huh. reuniting with Dirk Cutter as the offensive coordinator, uh-huh. which did well for Ryan before his quarterback. I love this value right here. We're talking uh, still 9-10, pick rounds 9 and 10. Yeah. Are you, are you done yet? I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, crucify it. Uh, first of all, it's the Atlanta Falcons, so it's a shit team as well. Uh, no, so he finished tight end seven last year in PPR. Uh, and, and I get where people have this love for Austin Hooper. I, I really, I, I get it. I understand you're like, oh, he Pro Bowl this year, he's going to do better this year, and you know, this and that, and then, and then, and then. But Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Sanu, uh, Devontae Freeman, and that's part of the reason that, Hooper had the receptions he did last year is because Freeman can stay healthy. And I'm not saying he's going to all of a sudden get better and going to play a full season, but if he does, Hooper's numbers come down. Um, and then there's your boy, Edel Smith. So there's only an X amount of targets that can go out there. So to me, Hooper can have a good year if Devontae Freeman is hurt. Hooper can have a good year if Muhammad Sanu gets hurt. Hooper can have a good year if Gradley Ridley gets hurt. There's too many things that have to play into Austin Hooper being the man. So you think outside the top 12 is reasonable? I would probably rank him and this is going to pain me to say it. And only because the position is so horrible. Yeah. Uh, 10 to 14, possibly somewhere on there. All right. So you're not, you're not that far off no, from the consensus. No, no. See, I, I have him probably at tight end six or seven. Yeah. I think you're on crack. No, that's where I'm at. Um, Geronimo Allison. My next guy, I figured, that, see, I get, I run you through the shit just to give you a, a gift. Uh, is it really, though? Because he hasn't produced for me. So he's going in round 15, pick 186, wide receiver 76. For the guy that they just brought back to Green Bay, uh-huh. I think that he has a nice chemistry there. They brought him back for a reason. Yes. He is going to make some splash plays and he is going to be a great wide receiver three option and at wide receiver 76 value that's insane to me so to me look i like geronimo i picked i drafted him in the what the fifth round of our draft last year that was the last round and the problem that i think you are looking at is you're looking at it from a player value you're not looking at it from a dynasty value and if you really sit there and you look at it from a dynasty value, maybe you have a year or two in Geronimo Allison. Maybe, maybe a year or two, maybe two tops. And that, that's, and I think that's being generous. Um, so I like Geronimo. You know, I like Geronimo. I just think in a re, in, in a, in a dynasty startup situation, I'm probably looking at a, at a rookie wide receiver in that same range. And I'd probably go the rookie wide receiver because at that point I've probably filled out my other roster spots and he would just be, he would be my fourth or fifth wide receiver that I'd be looking at. So I'd rather take the chance on a younger talent. That's actually not, not a bad call after I'm looking at the over the cap.com. Uh-huh. Our good friends over there. Sponsorships are welcome. <laughs> um, that yeah, it, he's, he signed a one year deal, 1. Mm-hmm. 1.4 million. Yeah. So yeah, long-term, even though I like, I like this value here mm-hmm. for this year. Yeah. I think you're kind of right. Long, long-term. You just cooled my jets, man. All right, so next pick, uh-huh. uh, we are going to Mr. Malcolm Brown in the 23rd round. That's a steal. 
He's the 281st pick, running back 88. We just talked about the uncertainty with Gurley. If you are a Gurley owner, get off your ass and go get this guy. Uh-huh. But you and I were talking about we we talked about him last year, right? We had yeah, a little I, a little war about trying to get him. And again, well, the, you you won. I had him on my roster. You wanted him, and I wasn't giving them to you for uh, Rod Smith because you outwavered me. Now. But we both we both saw something we liked in him last uh-huh. year. Yes, I think and, he's a good running back. And I think he's he, a very good running back. If he had the chance to be the guy, I th- especially in that offense. Yes. I think he is somebody that can produce and produce well so for So you it. have to remember, he did get him his chance. He had he played a fair amount um, until he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so he's had his chance. I think he's a, he's, he's a very good talent. Uh, my only concern with him now is with Henderson being there. How much is he going to have a chance to play? And and, and it all contingent on Gurley getting hurt. So, um, I like it. Uh, what did you say he was? 80-something? Running back 88. 88. So, you're looking... Running back 88. Oh, yeah, shit. pick 281. So, you're talking round 17, 18, 19, 23. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't last that. I, I mean, honestly, round 17, 18, 19, I would be looking at him. So, if he's there in round 23, I would certainly take him. Yeah. Good value, though, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And and honestly, I'm taking him more for after. That, the reason I picked him up wasn't because I really intended to start him, is he was in the last year of his contract, so let me pick him up because he, wherever he ends up. Uh, Terrell Williams, there were times last year that I'm like, I don't need Terrell Williams. I'm never going to start Terrell Williams. But he's in the last year of his contract, so let me see where he ends up. And I, I think in, in a dynasty format, you want to look for that. You want to look at players in there. You want to look at players in the last year of their contract because they usually play lights out on the last year of their contract. But also in players that are in situations where they're in a backup role or they're the number two uh, receiver or whatever because you never know where they might end up that following year. Now, there are some players don't waste your time. If he sucks where he's at, he's going to suck wherever else he goes. But there, if those players that you've seen have that potential and they're in there, like again, like a Malcolm Brown or, or Terrell Williams— Go get those players and, and kind of stay on, you know, keep them in your roster and see where they end up. Maybe you end up cutting them the following year because they end up in, in a crappy situation. But go out and get those and, and just kind of wait and see. Yeah, and we were preaching that. If you were listening to us last year, we were preaching that about those guys. So next guy I want to bring up, Rashard Higgins. Who? Rashard Hollywood Higgins. Never heard of him. Okay, well, he's, he's a wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. You may have heard of their quarterback. No. No? No? Baker? Baker Schmayfield? Oh, I heard that guy. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, they just went out and they signed this guy to a $2 million deal. Uh-huh. It is a one-year deal. Uh-huh. But Rashad Higgins, Rashad Higgins was one of the better options that they had there. Now, yes, they went out and got somebody by the name of Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at wide receiver 113, to have, and I, I think he's got a very good op- chance to be the wide receiver three there. I like what that wide receiver three can offer on a bye week. And I'm saying this is – we're talking round 24. Yeah, but you have Antonio Callaway you still have to account for, David mm-hmm. Njoku, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Seriously? When is he going to get the ball? Uh, he's going to get the ball when his number is called. But uh, – so I'm looking here at some of the other guys that are going around mm-hmm. this pick. And I'm seeing, okay, Pierre Garcon. Mm, give me Higgins. Kahale Waring. Who? Who we just talked about, our tight end friend. <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. Alex Smith, Alex Collins, Jordy Nelson, Chris Conley, 
I'm taking I'm taking my chance on Higgins in that offense over some of these over all these guys. Yeah, the thing is, you've reached the part of the draft that you're like, Ugh. yeah, it's super. Late. Honestly, you honestly at that part of the draft, you're probably looking. Okay, who's my running back? Who's his backup? Who's right. my wide receivers? And who are their backups? Absolutely. That you reach that part of the draft that you're just kind of like, eh, eh, you know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. But these are guys that I'm I'm targeting at that because this to me is where you win your league. Yeah, is in these late picks. And I like Thank the you. upside that Rashard Higgins has in that offense uh-huh. in a role that he's done pretty well in before. Yes. Odell Beckham is not the most healthiest wide receiver in the world. He does produce, but the dude, he, he gets hurt by nets, right? So, well, you know, those nets are tricky. And, and I don't necessarily like uh, who who's our young guy there from Florida that can't stay out of trouble. The guy you mentioned. Callaway. Callaway. Yeah. I like He's him as good. a talent. He hasn't gotten into any trouble. I like him as a talent, and uh-huh. if he can keep his nose clean, great. But we saw what happened to Tyreek Hill. I'm just saying. Trouble, so why you gotta, comes why, back why you gotta bring the troubles from the Chiefs onto other teams? Stop projecting your Chief troubles on other teams. I, I don't project anything. I just I'm just a witness here. So but that's that's why I like him. We're talking super late, super late picks. But I like him more than the the talent around him, and I like the opportunity mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Uh last guy. Last guy. Uh-huh. This guy goes undrafted. Nobody gives a damn enough about this guy to actually pull the trigger and draft him. And I think it's a huge mistake. Okay. I said I wasn't going to try. I was trying not to keep rookies on this. But I got Tony Pollard. And I picked 346. Running back 104. You got a, a guy in front of him by the name of Ezekiel Elliott. Uh-huh. That just last year had over 430 carries. Yeah. They spent, I believe, a fourth-round pick on this guy. That's correct. Pick 128. I see the tape. He does a lot of things well. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not the guy. Mm-hmm. But if something happens to Zeke, God forbid. That this, <laughs> That'd be the end of my season. But, but this ahead. is a guy you got to go get. Although I am considering moving Zeke. Yeah, yeah I, I would. 400 carries. That's the cliff, right? That's, yeah. that's usually when your legs start falling off. So... Like I said, I I would be looking in this super late in the draft. Uh-huh. Tony Pollard's there. I'm getting him. In every dynasty league that I'm in, he is already owned, and it is not always by the Ezekiel Elliott owner. If you like, I think most most rookies rookie drafts that I was in this year, he went in the third or fourth round. So yeah, I think that that's what you're in a startup. I, again, in a startup in the later rounds, if I have Elliott, I'm going to be looking at his backups. I think I think it's wise to do. I mean, they're not. It's not a must, but in your rookie, in, in, in your first year of, of a thing, you're going to reach those rounds. You're going to be like, who the hell am I taking now? And you may as well take your 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 your, your backups, assuming they're quality backups, right? I mean, you're not going to take uh, Joe Schmo that just got signed off the street because there's nothing better going on. But uh, I don't know. I, I think in this case, yeah, I think that that would you know I would take him in the 24th, 25th round uh, as, as as the Zeke as the Zeke owner. But, I mean, you know, we were talking about Rod Smith. Rod mm-hmm. Smith is ranked almost 100 spots ahead of this guy. Well, these people are stupid. Well, I, I, I'm, I agree. And, and that's no where you need to take to, advantage, that's advantage not, of. That, that's not a knock on these rankings. It just, I, I don't get that because Rod Smith is not a very good running back. It, it, I mean, if you watched him play at all last year, he's not a good running back. <laughs> so if Zeke goes down, it's not going to be Rod Smith taking over. He might for like five plays and then even Garrett and his clap will be like, yeah, no, dude, you can't play. I think Rod Smith went to the Giants now. So oh. you don't even have to worry about that anymore. Okay, good. 
He's going to be like the backup to Wayne Gallman. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Off the radar. Rod yeah. Smith, you know, right out to the sunset, sir. You, you were a thing last year. And, you know, I hope you prove me wrong, but I'm, that's, that's dead. I hope you prove me wrong, but I know you won't. Yeah, that's dead. That's dead. <laughs> but, so any other off the wall players out there? No, that that's my list of past 108, like the late guys uh-huh. that I'm, I'm interested in. I think it's good value with where they're being ranked right now. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing some guys that go scratch and, you know, look up dynasty rankings and see those guys out there, I think you can make some moves and, uh, beat them late which is always the point of this whole thing okay so i have something for you that i came across and i just it kind of caught my attention and, and i don't know why it did but eh, whatever uh that's what we're here to talk about so um wide receiver 54 is his adp right now okay michael gallup we were both very high on michael gallup last year and he's wide receiver 54 right now okay where I mean, do you think that's about accurate? Do you think he should be going higher than that? Do you think he should be going lower than that? Being that I'm, I mean, we were high on him because there was no other wide receiver there. But right. now with Cooper and Witten back, I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I still like him in a dynasty league, though, because mm-hmm. he's. I think he's more suited to be a number two. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more attention... Cooper is going to draw, and it's all reports. Of course, everything's roses right now. Mm-hmm. But the reports are that they've been, Dak and Amari uh, Cooper have been really working mm-hmm. on the offseason trying to get their deep balls going. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to free up Gallup to do what he does best, which is the underneath stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, the jury's still out on how well Jason Witten's going to play mm-hmm. after a year in the booth. We'll see. Maybe it did him some good. But I still like Gallup in that role, and I, I like Cole Beasley's gone. Mm-hmm. I think that opens up targets. I think you're going to see Gallup kind of thrive a little bit more than he has. Last year, he's going to take a step up. To what degree? Mm-hmm. That's the concern, and that's why he's going here. So, by comparison, Mike Williams, yeah, wide receiver 28. Yeah, I like, but I, I like Mike Williams a lot, too. 30, almost 30, 27 positions better than... For me, yeah. Michael Gallup. For me, okay. I, I could see that. That's not that that unbelievable. Okay. For, no, for me I'm personally, no, I'm just curious because I I think that's kind of low on Michael Gallup. Uh, I think that people aren't giving him the credit based on what he's able to do, and I think they're doing that just because of you know again the whole uh, Amari Cooper, Jason Witten thing. But and, and and I'm sure some of that has to do with Dak Prescott's inability to throw the ball downfield. Yes, <laughs> I said that uh, for Ed Ed's purposes alone. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, it's good value though. At yeah, the, at no, no, pick. absolutely. I would certainly take them there. Yeah. Um, a lot of upside. I mean, I was, I wanted to take them in the first round last year. I just didn't have a first round pick. Actually I did. And then somebody jumped in front of me to get them. Uh, so I would curse him out, but I don't think he listens to our podcast anymore. That's all right. You'd probably just be mad at us if we don't talk about more Dolphins players. Yeah. Don't draft Miles Gaskins. There you go. There's your Dolphins <laughs> thing. <laughs> Uh, so, well, that's all I have. Uh, anything else? No, man. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter at STFFChad. And at STFFBall. And we will talk about Python sometimes if you want. Yeah. You sure. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or actually, let's just keep it football related on yeah, there. Yeah, I, I don't really want to talk Cody. Yeah. But uh, hit us up. Have a good one. Don't suck. Don't suck.